Well, hello, friend. Welcome. Come on, come in. It's so good to see you. It's so good to have you. It's so good to know that you're listening. What have you been up to? Haven't we been having some inspiring guests who have shared some enlightening conversations with us? If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's not too late to find out. Check out our previous episodes. Check them all out. And if you have, I know you agree with me. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. That means so much to me. Thank you for subscribing, for supporting, for praying for me. I'm praying for you because I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this platform to share, to share from what? The number one best-selling book in the world, the Bible, because God's word enlightens, informs, inspires, redeems us and sets us on the purpose and the path that he created for us to go on. And it is his word. I'm pointing because my Bible's in my lap. It is his word that tells us that Jesus said he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Today, I don't have a guest. I have friends, that's you. And it's a faith chat. We are returning to our series to continue and our series is, go ahead and help me because you came to help me today. Our series is Seven Lessons, that's right, Learn from a Prostitute. And we're talking about Rahab. We've had lesson one and we've had lesson two and we've had lesson three. Today, it's kind of different because it's all together. It's lessons four, five, and six. So we're doing three lessons in one. I need you to stick with me because we're going to try to get them all together. Let's think about it for a moment before we start. What do you think? I mean, really think about it. What was this woman, a human being like us, thinking about when she knew that her country, that she, her life was about to end? But here she is, she knows because it says in Joshua 2 that they all knew in the land that these Israelites were about to come. She believed and she knew they were about to destroy her land. What would you be thinking if you knew you were about to face sudden, sure, and end of your life? the way you know it, but this is not only that. She knew that from the past stories that their whole existence was about to be destroyed, annihilated, not, not, not even transitioned or taken in as slaves. Their life was about to end. Life was about to end. What would you do? What do you do when you're facing insurmountable challenges impossible situations. Here's what Rahab did. Instead of just sitting and waiting to die and doing absolutely nothing except fearing and trembling like all the rest of the people in the land, Rahab chose to believe the God of the heavens and the earth 
and she believed that this God could change her impossible situation. And somehow, this God could change for not only her, but also her family. He could change their death sentence and give them new life. So friend, what are our lessons today? Let's get straight into four, five, six. And for four, five, six, we're going to be learning our A, B, C. You heard me right. Rahab taught us three critical life lessons that are essential to our Christian faith. Yeah, three. What are they? Rahab taught us A, access. B, boldness. C, covenant. Access, boldness, covenant. Okay, now let's check out where we I got this from so that you know. And so that again, it can come, become a part of your study or meditation or information as you walk in the purpose that the Lord has for you. Let's start. Joshua 2. We haven't left Joshua 2. Okay. So Joshua 2, very short. The Bible tells us this. This is verse 8. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen on all of us. And she goes on and she talks about who, what God has done, who he is. And she says this again, she says, now then please swear to me. This is verse 12. So, you know, I'm skipping. Please swear to me by the Lord. She calls him the Lord. She's not guessing. She's not saying a God by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you also will deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and my mother, my brother and sisters and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from de death. And the men said to her, our life for yours, even to death. What do we learn from these verses? Access. The men were in her space. They were dependent on her. They were where she hid them. Rahab had options. She didn't have to let them in. It was her house. The Bible tells us it was. They entered into her house. She let them in. She hid them. She took a chance. But when she let them in, it gave her access. What you let in gives you access. It gave her access. Access to what? If you let in negative, people say negative energy. If you let in negative information, it gives you access to negative spiritual and physical things happening in your life. Am I saying that 
bad things only happen to people who are negative? No. But if you have the correct information, you can counteract or spiritual battle to be able to address those things. What did Rahab have access to? Through these two spies, Rahab had access to God. What do we have access to? Oh, friends, through the blood of Jesus Christ, if you choose to let him in and to believe his word, we have access to the Father, access to God, direct access. Rahab just went upstairs on the roof. She had access to those men. And through those men, through Jesus, she could speak directly to God. Let's see where that tells us so that you know for yourself and you have that as access and also as confirmation that you have access to God. I'm going to read two translations because they're both so beautiful. Hebrews 4.16 Let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. That's the New Living Translation. English Standard Version, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I know I told you two, but let me get in one more because it's just so good. Listen to this, okay? I'm using my iPad so that I can get more translations. And listen to this. This is Young's literal translation. We may come near then with freedom to the throne of the grace that we may receive kindness and find grace for seasonable help. Isn't that so incredible? Why is it incredible? Because think about it. How can we as mere men access an almighty God. In the Old Testament, they couldn't come near to God. They couldn't. The high priest could go in and Boom. the high priest had to be careful. They had to wash all of their garments. They had to kill the right amount of sacrifice. They had to bring an unspotless, unblemished animal. It had to be right. High priests who hadn't done things right, they had um, fringes with bells around them so that if they fell dead in the presence of his holiness, they could be pulled out. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, we talk about it at Easter, but when Jesus Christ, God's son, God incarnate, the God man, our advocate and mediator, when he died, the veil of the temple that people couldn't look into the holy of holies. It split open from the top to the bottom. It was a thick, massive piece of material. It split open. God knew that we could not come to a holy God. So God came to us 
if you've got no takeaway, God came to us. Jesus Christ, his finished, completed, perfect sacrifice has given us his righteousness and we have access to come boldly into the throne of God in time of need and good time just to say hello father to say I need you to say thank you we have access Rahab those men came in Rahab was like I am not going to be destroyed not me nor my family this God I believe is Lord I now have a way to have access to him through these men Rahab had access Let's get to be boldness. We are to come with confidence. We're not to come with our heads hung down. If you are a parent, I am a mother. I love to see my children. I love them. They have access to me. No matter what I'm doing, if I get a phone call because they're adults, I am not too busy or it's not so important who I'm talking to, to not say, hold on, son's calling me, hold on. My spouse has access to me like that. My parents always give me access to them with boldness. It always bothered my parents if I shyly asked them for something, especially my father. He would say, why didn't you tell daddy? I don't, I say it more now because I have the platform, my father was a daddy to me. He, he was just, and so is my mother. Always there for me, always there. I had a blessing of having parents who loved me. Most of us have that, but if you don't, you have a God who loves you. And he wants us to boldly ask. When the disciples asked Jesus, how should they pray? That had never been done before. He said, when you pray, say, our Father. We have access and we're to come boldly. We don't need to say, the Bible tells us he already knows what we need. And we can just come. We are to come with thanksgiving. We are to come with praises into his presence. But regardless, he said, come. If you're heavy laden, if you burden, come, come boldly. I like it when my children ask boldly because no matter what they ask and how ridiculous it is, especially when they were little, if they said something, even if I acted like I wasn't paying attention, by virtue of the fact that they were my children, immediately my mind started working. How can I give this to this child? Not something to hurt them to bless them. What the Bible says, if you being evil know how to give your children good gifts, what more God? We are to come boldly and we can ask for anything. If he says no, he loves us. If he doesn't answer, he's planning it. And if he says yes, which is the answer we like the best, we can't get that answer if we don't ask, if we don't come. And you know what? Sometimes even when we don't, because of who he is, but tell the truth, don't you like it when you have somebody you love, when they ask you 
or when they just come to snuggle up or to be near or to have a conversation. And especially if it's someone who you love, when they have a need, doesn't it give you pleasure to bless them? We're made in his image. We've got to be bold. Rahab was bold. She was a bold woman. She went and told those men what she wanted. She didn't just say, save me. She said, all of my father's house, all of my brother's house, all of my sister's house. And then she said, everybody who's with them and me, that's some holy boldness. Ask boldly. My mother used to ask me when I would be in little tinges, she used to say, Joy, who's your God? Don't ask for little things. Well, ask for little things. That's good. Nothing's wrong with little things. But learn to ask boldly and big and with purpose. Ask. Access boldness and then covenant. Rahab had a covenant. A covenant is an agreement. We have a blood covenant, the son of God, blood covenant. Rahab said, ah, basically she's like, I'm saving you from being killed. You all need to save me and my entire family. I need to hold you to your word. Check it out. When Rahab said that she wanted all her brothers, her sisters, her mothers, everything that belonged to them, all saved in their lives, the men said, our life for yours, even to death. Covenant, covenant. We have a covenant with the Father through Jesus Christ. Look for it in your Bible. You have covenant. God has made covenant with you. If you have accepted his son, you have a covenant and he's not going to let you go because God is true to his word. Covenant. A, access. B, boldness. C, covenant. Luke twenty two twenty. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured for you. And let's listen to one more on covenant. 2 Corinthians 3.16 Who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit? Friends, isn't the word of God just so refreshing and encouraging? What has Rahab taught us? Rahab has taught us our ABCs. We have access to God through Jesus Christ. God wants us to take his word and his son and what he did for us seriously. So be bold when you come to your father. Come with thanksgiving. Come boldly. Ask him bigly. And know that you have a covenant. What is your covenant? the blood of his son. A covenant has been cut for you. Praise God for the lessons that he has left in his word to give us life and life more abundantly. Remember your ABCs. Thank you for joining me. I hope this blessed you. Peace.